It's the Weather Jazz Podcast. Almost anything can happen. Why? Oh yeah, everybody. It's Friday. We made it. And this is episode number 213 for Friday, July the 9th, 2021. Welcome to Weather Jazz. This is a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and even some off-topic things that we'll cover today. A bit of a theme and one kind of a side note and some other interesting topics that I will be broaching today. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Bronier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, it's Open Line Friday. I've got a couple of things that are somewhat related in nature. The first of which is a follow-up to a story that I gave you, I believe it was an Open Line Friday, about an endangered species of bird which was found in Mommy State or Mommy Bay State Park along Lake Erie uh, near Toledo. And we're talking about the piping plover. The piping plover was spotted by some bird watchers and the first time that they have been seen in Ohio in 83 years. That's a lot of years. They've been absent for virtually all of my lifetime and beyond, going towards uh, really the World War II era. Since then, no piping plovers have been seen in Ohio. They are an endangered species, but they were spotted. And everybody, the bird-watching world went crazy and decided, hey, we must protect them because they decided to build a nest right there in Mommy Bay State Park. So what was done is uh, protecting uh, them by uh, putting a fence all around it and also inviting people who were bird watchers and bird enthusiasts to sign up to essentially put uh, guards all around to make sure that this particular nest would be undisturbed. Now, what I find very interesting is the fact that the parents of this new batch of hatchlings that came out on July 1st, yes, the news is they have hatched as of July 1st. There are four of them, and the parents actually can be traced, uh, and perhaps they have been banded so that they can keep track of them. But the male is called Nish, N-I-S-H, and Nish hatched last year in Chicago. And the female is named Nellie, and she hatched last year in Erie, Pennsylvania. How the two met, we don't know, but they did and decided to uh, become parents and right here in northern Ohio, in northwest Ohio near Toledo, as mentioned. And we've since uh, realized that four chicks have hatched. So that's the big news in northwest Ohio. Very, very cool. We'll keep you posted. I don't think they've been named, but I would imagine in time they will be. 
Interesting also to note that there are about 70, 70 nesting pairs around the Great Lakes, a number that is slowly increasing from a low of 12 in the early 1980s. So the plover numbers are increasing, but they were declining in the early 1900s due to habitat loss and shoreline development, that kind of thing, and nest disturbances. That's why such careful planning was done by bird and aviation enthusiasts to protect this particular nest so that it would not be disturbed, so that the clutch had a chance to hatch, and they did, and we have four of them. That's fantastic. Good news. One more thing I want to mention along the aviary line is the fact that just a couple of days ago, I finished a book, which has been sitting on my nightstand now for a couple of months, called A Bird or The Bird Way. I am going to place a picture on the show notes of episode 212 so you can see the book just in case you have a an interest in picking up this book. Now, back a number of months ago, I was looking for a new nightstand book. You see, I was reading a book that was just riling me up a little too much at night and having trouble falling asleep. I needed something which was informational and something fun, something perhaps where I would learn something new. So I went to the bookstore and I perused the aisles up and down until I found the bird way. I picked it up. It was a pretty, pretty thick book. It is, let me see, it's over 300 pages uh, from start to finish. And the um, typeset is, looks like it's uh, 10 points. So uh, you do, at least for me, I need a pair of reading glasses for that. But uh, I always keep a pair by my uh, nightstand anyway. But this is by Jennifer Ackerman. And it's called The Bird Way, subtitled, A New Look at How Birds Talk, Work, Play, Parent, and Think. And I started reading this, and I was learning some new things about birds that I have never uh, understood or never known before. It was truly a fascinating read, and it's a great book to have by the nightstand because you're learning something new about our feathered friends. And you may look at birds totally different when you finish the book. I certainly will, and I have already. So I can highly recommend it. And I'm going to flip the pages now and uh, tell you what the contents are just in case uh, there is uh, any interest in the contents and just exactly what's in the book. So it is... um, essentially broken down into the talk, work, play, parent, and think aspects of birds. Very well done and covers a lot of PhD work that was done across the entire globe to understand how birds do things like talk, work, play, parent, and think. It starts with a talk section and it Includes chapters 1, 2, and 3. Chapter 1 is Dawn Chorus. Chapter 2 is Cause for Alarm. How birds alarm each other as to whether or not uh, they have some predators nearby. Very interesting. Chapter 3, Superb Parroting. That was interesting, too. How some birds actually mimic the bird calls of 
other birds for very specific reasons. You wouldn't think that they could, uh, other than perhaps a parrot. We know that they can do that, that they can mimic the human voice. But a lot of these birds can mimic other species for very specific strategic reasons. Fascinating. Then we go to the work chapters, four, five, and six. Chapter four, the scent of sustenance. Birds actually use the scent senses in order to get some of their work done, including foraging for food. Chapter five is hot tools. Chapter six is tracing the ant's path and how the birds actually use watching ants to discover things like where food is and there's also a symbiotic relationship between the two in some cases the third section is the play section there are two chapters in this one it's seven and eight birds of play is chapter seven and chapter eight clowns of the mountains so birds do play not all of them do play or at least that we can observe But some of the birds have very, very distinct patterns of play. In fact, the play is very important, just like it is for us as humans growing up. Play is a way that uh, things are learned uh, along the way. All right, we have the love chapter. Chapter 9 is sex. Chapter 10, wild wooing. Fascinating chapter. Chapter 11, brain teasers. And then we have the parent set of chapters, chapters 12, 13, and 14. Chapter 12, free-range parenting. Chapter 13 is the world's best bird watchers. And chapter 14, child care cooperative of witches and water boilers. That's interesting. That wraps it up. And, of course, they have a last word, which kind of sums the whole thing up and closes the book out. If you're looking for a great nightstand book, I can highly recommend it. I give it five stars. It's called The Bird Way, a new look at how birds talk, work, play, parent, and think. It's by Jennifer Ackerman. So what's coming up in the future editions of Open Line Friday of Weather Jazz? Well, yesterday I sat down in the Fox 8 studios with meteorologist Brian Busby. Brian has been in Kansas City for 35 years, but he is from Northeast Ohio. You see, a long time ago, uh, he was essentially mentored as a middle school and high school student by the late Dick Goddard, who recently passed away at age 89. And by the way, Dick Goddard, for those of you who do not know who Dick is and you're outside of Northeast Ohio, he is the Guinness Book of World Records holder for the longest career of a television meteorologist and uh, so at any rate uh, he kind of took him under his wing and he visited every single year until he decided he was going to become a meteorologist his story is fascinating and we'll have that on a future Friday, Open Line Friday segment right here on Weather Jazz. You won't want to miss that. It's a great, great story. And Brian has been a friend since 1982, where we met at the Weather Channel. 
But before I ruin the entire story, I'll stop there and uh, let it soak in as a teaser for an upcoming episode. One more thing that I am working on also probably for a an open line Friday segment will be something that I found out about by watching Dutch Sheets. Dutch Sheets puts out a daily, a weekday daily segment called Give Him 15. It is essentially a devotional that he does. And this particular devotional was recently released on July the 5th. And he talked about a gentleman that is walking across America, somebody who's done this before and now walking from Miami to Seattle. It's a prayer walk. Well, we get in touch with John. John is his name. And we get in touch with him. I spoke with his wife this morning and they're in Kansas right now. So we're hoping to pick John's brain about what he's doing and what he's learned about people, and maybe even toss a little bit of weather in there. And we'll talk about the motivation for his walk and how long it's going to take, that kind of thing. I'm likely going to record that, perhaps even this weekend, and I'll have that produced and ready to um, release on an Open Line Friday segment. We'll see just exactly which one I do where I think the prayer walk one will probably be a little more timely in the sense that I, I want to capture the essence of where John is right now as close to where he is in his walk when I release it. Uh, in other words, I, I don't want to release a Kansas a prayer walk episode when he is approaching Boise, Idaho. That wouldn't be good. So I might do that one first and then perhaps at a later time post the one with Brian Busby a little bit later as well. So that's where we stand on this Friday. And if you are approaching the weekend wondering what your weather is going to hold, and we are holding to here in the Ohio Valley a nice break from the heat and the humidity that's starting to occur now the sun hasn't come out yet but the dew point is dropped and the temperature has dropped we're actually in the 60s as i record this here at the weather jazz studios just past the lunch hour it's uh, still in the mid 60s dew point though dropped to 62 that'll drop into the 50s we're going to have a great saturday I suggest taking advantage of Saturday as opposed to Sunday because the weather will begin to sour as uh, the weather gets unsettled once more. Uh, We're catching up with the rainfall uh, in the rainfall department, and that's a good thing. In fact, let me call up the climatological data. Wow. Hey, listen, we picked up 1.73 inches at Hopkins Airport yesterday. That's a lot of rain, and that really put a dent in the five-inch deficit for the year. So right now, we're at 3.47 inches below normal, and we could make up a little more ground between Sunday and Thursday of next week. I'll keep you posted right here on Weather Jazz. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence in any way, shape, or form. Social media, email, word of mouth. Word of mouth is probably going to get a little more traction as you talk to your neighbor over the fence. And special thanks 
to those of you who continue to partner to support Weather Jazz. I want to thank Victoria Singer from Vermont, Dale Osborne in Ohio, Will Antonia Krause in Ohio, Christine Barnes and Rose Moore in Ohio, Bill Martin in Florida, and Andrea Rich in Tennessee. I'm still waiting to add your name to it. Still time. It's an easy thing to become a supporter. You'll find the links at the top of the page. Just look at the support tab and it'll tell you everything you need to add your name to that list. It's very easy to do. And yes, every name is encouraging to me to continue the the process of getting these episodes together, up and ready and uploaded on typically Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Do you have a question? Or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. That's the email. And also via the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line by telephone. That's my favorite because I get to hear your voice. And I might even use your question, your voicemail, on the air. It's 234 525 5888. 234 525 and you can just click on the Contacts tab at the very top of weatherjazz.com to get all of that information, just in case you want to call us. If you're listening to Weather Jazz via any number of those podcast apps that are available, remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. And if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area or plan to visit or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television, Fox 8, or online live at fox8.com by clicking on the live tab. Remember, that's 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll catch you on Monday with another fun episode right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe.